Welcome to the Heavy Metal Strength Coach Podcast. Hi guys and welcome to another edition of the Heavy Metal Strength Coach Podcast. I'm the Heavy Metal Strength Coach, and I thought that an origin story to this coach, to this podcast, has been on the cards for a long time. And I thought there was no better person to have on than my first ever client that was a client of mine before I was ever qualified as a personal trainer. And who, I don't I don't know if I would have had the career that I've had so far as a coach if it wasn't for the relationship that I had with this man, the the progress that he made, the faith that he had in me, the amount of sessions that we used to do per week. And, and one of the most important things, the amount of fun that we used to have in our training sessions that would take multiple hours and the the progress that this man made that was, you know, for, for various different reasons, but for whatever reason, it made me see that I could help people to make progress, that I could make their life that little bit better. And that man is Jonathan Cook. Mr. Cookie, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good. It's been an interesting time of very little sleep now that uh, Mr. Fenrir has arrived. So it's, uh, it's all new experiences at the moment. So it's, it's crazy exciting and scary at the same time. So just to think back to when we, even before we started training, let's go into why you originally messaged me and where you were at the time as a person if we can remember that far back because it'll be like 15 years yeah i mean it uh, it went on in sixth form i think it was back in the sixth form and i was in a i was in a bit of a strange place i'd i'd, I'd taken i'd taken I'd, I'd i was drinking regularly you know i'd sort of got into into that sort of lifestyle going out pretty much friday saturday tuesday nights just going to any sort of student night doing you know drinking a lot of you know and and to be to be honest with you, I mean, when I was when I was younger, I was I was a I was a big guy anyway. I mean, there's, 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 I mean, I, I could even go further back and say that you know throughout my childhood, I was I was a big kid. Um, a lot of that was down to to me, in all honesty. Um, if I'm going back to if I'm going back to even when I was a kid, I was a very fussy eater as a child, and my parents did everything they could to you know try try me on different foods and things like that. But I actually I was very stubborn in what I ate. I would. I would eat, I would eat like nine bags of crisps in one sitting as a kid away from, you know, my parents wouldn't really see me doing that. They weren't, they weren't really aware of it. And, you know, I just got bigger and bigger. And then, like I said, I got to, I got to, I got to uh, sixth form and then, it, it, then I started drinking and then it just, that's when I really put the weight on um, and I think that was I, I think I think the moment that really hit me was when I was I was looking to buy uh, I was buying jeans and I was yeah that, I went to uh, I used to shop at Burton's in Leeds quite a bit and the only reason I went there is because the, the, I could get jeans in my size and I think the daunting the daunting day was when I was trying a pair of 48 inch waist jeans on and they didn't fit 
and the realization that I'm probably gonna have to wear a size 50 you know I'm having to buy 3XL shirts and things like that and it's it, it's it's it was that it was that kind of it was that realization you know what what have I become you know I, yeah I mean there's there's a lot of I mean obviously mentally it has it has its toll as well I mean you know you going out on nights out you see your friends having a laugh pulling girls doing things like that and I'm kind of the fat drunk in the corner you know what I mean yeah I think you were you'd always been single um, yeah up to yeah. a point that I'm sure we'll talk about later on in the podcast and uh, I know that we we went to school together we were in primary school um reception I remember one of my earliest memories is of you running into Mrs Ballinger's class having cut your elbow <laughs> so like you featuring one of my yeah, that was the first time that I'd experienced someone getting injured, and I'm sure we're, we're going to talk about various injuries <laughs> and um, injuries going forward in the podcast as well. So you're at this stage where um, you were heavy and unhealthy, but you also were playing a lot of football at the time as well. Did Was football a part of it? Was that a consideration? when you decided to work with me or was it just because you wanted to be healthier and, and lighter than you were at the time I, th- I think I think healthier uh, the, the health the health side of it was the main thing um football I mean I was always a goalkeeper and it's kind of like you know you can say there's a lot of it's it's not so much running around and, and things like that that you know you do you do need you know agility and reactions and you know you, you, you do need a lot of other things to play that position but even but even even at, even at my biggest I could still play to a decent decent standard mm-hmm. so you know it, it was one of those that would have it was a nice bonus uh, being weighing less but yeah the main the main driver was just the I think there was there was there was a lot of there was a lot of things that were gnawing at me saying you know you you, you know you, you're 20 plus stone you know you, you're wearing size 50 jeans and you're sitting there thinking why why am I you know why am I single it's kind of obvious really why am I single and you know it's it's another thing it's 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 also the health the health side of things you know I, I was waking up after a night out feeling awful um, I know you still have the typical hangovers and stuff but you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of images there's a few photos of me on social media where you know you can see that I was people that have taken photos on nights out and stuff and then you just I mean one, there's one of when I was in Manchester and there's just there's, there's me on I think it was Townsley's sofa and there's I'm asleep and there's like a box of bloody um chicken king next to me which is like yeah you know I mean? it's that sort of thing and it's like you look and you have that realize it you look and i look back now and think my god and you know don't get me wrong i had some fun times with my friends but then you look at you, you know you look back you think you know well even at the time i'm looking back and thinking that that i can't believe I was that heavy and can't, can't believe I was like that yeah and it, it, it takes it, it it took its toll a lot on me at that at, at that time as well I mean it's it's yeah I, I think going out and drinking was tired to kind of escape the reality of it and yeah. how how heavy were you at your heaviest um I want to s- the first the first time I re- well bef- just before I came to you the highest weight that I weighed myself at was at 20 and a half stone um so but um, I wouldn't be surprised if I was slightly heavier than that at some points. But for you know, for the record, I'd say I definitely know I was twenty and a half. Yeah. Um, and then, can you remember the thought process behind sending me that first message? I think, unless my memory has broken, that you sent me a message on Facebook after you found out that I was training to be a personal trainer. But can you can you remember that that day that that thought process and and how that came to be? Yeah, slightly. Um, 
I remember I remember that uh used to have my uh, computer set up in my mum's dining room. Um, and I remember, yeah, it was it was a similar sort. It was it was that it was it, I was sitting in there and I, I just remember kind of feeling sorry for myself, but kind of thinking I, I looked I looked at what you were doing and I thought this is an opportunity. Um, I, I looked at it and thought, you know, you're, you're somebody that I can trust, somebody that I can confide in, somebody that I know will take this seriously, somebody that I know that is, you know, is determined to, get, you know, be a personal trainer. I, I knew that I knew that at the time you you were doing your own thing down at the squash club. I think you were you were training yourself. I think you were just starting to train yourself at that point. So I knew how seriously you you were taking all your, you know, all your fitness and all your training. So, I, I, and I just thought to myself, do, you know, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do it. I think that's probably the main thing. So I, I remember just messaging you saying, look, I've got to a state where I feel really low about this. I, I'm, you know, I'm fed up of the only thing, in, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying, you know, like family and friends are brilliant, but, you know, I'm fed up of being who I was, you know, the big guy that just didn't, I don't know, it's hard to, it's hard to explain really. Yeah, yeah, and it's been it's been such a long time since you were that guy, you know what I mean? They, it must feel like you were a different person back then. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I think one thing I'd say is I was definitely putting on a... Um, a bit of a mask. I mean, for me, I'm I'm always been a sociable person. I've always been a friendly person. You know, I've all, I'll always talked. You know, I mean, it's, I I always had a good group of friends, no matter what I did. And I'd, I think at the time, I'd only just started going out with a few other people that I met down at the Bag and Barrow as well. And you know, I, you know, I had a great social circle, but it was yeah, it's it, it's just the, that that the the excitement I was having was masking a lot of things going on inside of me, saying you know I, I am really down and down, yeah, yeah. down downbeat. You know, I just just don't you know. There's, there's a lot of things that it's yeah, I enjoy it at the time, but then to realize you know that but then it comes back. You know, when I when I when I was sober, it kind of comes back to you. It's like oh yeah, you know. You, it's little things like catching your reflection and things like that, and you're just going, no, nah, I don't want to, you know, just thinking, wow, that that is me. I mean, yeah, like I said, when I were a kid, I was always big anyway, so I've I've, ne- I've not really known any different. But it was getting worse, you know, it was getting worse. I could, you know, there was there was some moments when I'd be in the bathroom and you know, I've, I've done this, you know, when I was at twenty stone, taking my shirt off and just being like, oh my god, you know, it's like, can, you know, thinking, can I actually do something about this? Um, Oh, can I be can I be bothered to do anything about that? Yeah. Um, you know. Had you had you tried anything regarding weight loss before we started working together? No, I hadn't. No, no. I I I think I was I think I was in that mindset of uh, I'm kidding myself, thinking, oh yeah, I'm really enjoying I'm really enjoying going out, you know, drinking and being who I was in in my social circle, sort of thing. But so I didn't I didn't really no I never I never thought about it until the other times if you know what I mean. it's until you were ready to start making that change i guess yeah it, it, it was it was the re- i always i always look back to that realization when i was the, the, it was the size 50 gene moment it was yeah, that yeah it was that it was being it was being it was being in that shop thinking size 50 <laughs> do, you, do you think the weight loss progress that you made was inev- inevitable after that one? was was it always going to happen was it that big of a moment for you that you had no choice i needed to do it i needed to do it but it was it was a case of can i do it will i do it will i pick it out um because i 
I think they, I think they were the key things for me because it's, it's could I, you know, there was, there was an air of laziness about me. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. You know, the, the, you know, motivation to actually do it. Could, can I, can I push myself to do it? You know, will, will I do it? You know, can I do it? And my biggest worry was sticking it out. It was one of those things. Would the thought, the thought of doing, I mean, this, this might surprise you now to hear, but the thought of doing a, a lot of exercise at the time, I just didn't want to do it. It was, it was something that I, I hated doing in PE at school you know I was always you know kind of bringing the rear up in cross country and things like that it was always I'd kind of already molded into the fat kid or yeah. one of the fat kids you know so it was kind of like the thought of doing exercise three or four times a week wasn't it was one of those things that I know that I needed to do it and I needed to change a lot of other things about myself as well and you remember what our initial consultation was like because I really can't you I remember you, it's going back to my mum's dining room again but I do remember you coming back to I do remember you coming over to my mum's house yes um, I now. We, sat in, we sat in we sat in my mum's dining room and just you just kind of laid out what you wanted to do really you, you know saying this you know this is we know where you know I think you were spelling it out to me that it's going to take time it's going to take a lot of effort it's going to take a lot of um, dedication from me it's going to take a lot there was a lot of things that you were spelling out to me that at, you know at that time I'm thinking wow you know it's a lot that that is a, you know it's a lot but it's 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 right what you're saying you know you were saying that we're going to have to take measurements, we're going to have to take, you know, we're going to have to keep a track of your weight, we're going to have to do a lot of cardio to start with, there's going to be a lot of different thing, you know, different types of training that we're going to have to do to get you the results, but, it, you know, you're also spelling out to me, it won't, it won't happen overnight, you've got to be, you know, you, you've got to be in it for the long haul, if, if, you, if you're serious about it, you've got to be in it for the long haul, you can't just, you know, you're not going to get a result in two weeks. And I, and I think it, it was a great example of what you can do with some consistency and with that massive amount of motivation my first memory from coaching you is separately from you what I did was I went over to Pontefract not Pontefract Preston sorry so me and my mum drove over to Preston to get this second hand exercise bike that we then used to do a fitness test right at the start and it wasn't very accurate because um the bit of the, there was like a bit of fabric around it that caused the amount of difficulty to pedal and that was overheating and we were like getting like a burning smell and, and all this and uh, I got I was panicking thinking oh god like just must think uh, I've got no idea whatsoever didn't have any idea whatsoever and then from there I remember us thinking um, okay so this was a good start uh, this fitness test was really difficult to begin with but uh, this is our first step and then I thought I don't like the fact that I've got this second-hand white exercise bike from Preston. I want to get um, a new one, and I want this to be the piece of equipment where we make loads of progress on. And actually, funnily enough, I still have that exercise bike in the room behind me right now where we made um, all sorts of progress. So can you remember how you felt before our first training session proper? Because I have no idea what we did in that. I, I, I remember a couple of sessions that were in your garden at the first now, you're looking at me a bit puzzled there, but I do remember being in your garden at I first. I don't remember that at all. I remember being in the house. Yeah, because yeah, you, you had that, you had the uh, the little outhouse at the side, didn't you, at your yeah. mum's? Yeah. As you go back out, and the exercise bike was in the garden because it was a nice, it was a nice day. And I remember, I remember you saying that we're gonna we're gonna start outside. Yeah. Um, I can't remember your reasoning for it. Or uh, to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if it was um, your mum would tidying the house or something like that and so it was a nice day right you can you'll go outside and um but yeah you had you had us outside um there was a bit of exercise bike you had us doing 
there were little there were little bits that you had had me doing outside just to yeah I think 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 for about half an hour forty five minutes I knew I knew you didn't want to um, you know kill me in the first lesson in the first session sorry it was more it was it was more you you was trying to gauge where I was at and just breaking me in really yeah um, I remember in fact I think it's a good time for another question at what point did you realise that you were making progress. Uh, I think it was the one month mark. I think we'd lost, I think I'd lost about a stone in the first month. It was, yeah. it was something like that. And there was a, I remember you wanted to um, take some photos to show the progress. And there was a photograph in the in the hallway. You, you, had, us, you had me take, because there was quite a few things that you used to do to measure my progress. I remember that you had like a, a wall chart thing on the door and yeah like I said you took some photos and I remember the first time you weighed that we had a weighing session after after that and it was I think I, I was at 19 and a half stone um, so I I knew that I'd, I'd lost a stone in a, in a month and that was the first the first sign of right this this is you know this is working you know this is this is this is what I need to do you know losing one stone ain't good enough but it's, but it's a great start. I remember the feeling before that weighing and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to say if we haven't made progress here. Like, I, if we've not seen significant weight loss and he's putting all this effort and we've lost, like, I don't know, half a pound or whatever, like, this is going to be a devastating thing because we did leave it a full-on month yeah. before we did that weight and we were really disciplined with it. And we did some, I think we did some utterly horrific stuff. And I remember you weren't that confident about the results. I didn't know what to expect because... I was seeing you four or five, I think four or five times a week. Four or five time. times a week, yeah. yeah. Yeah, four or five times a week. And I didn't know what to expect because we saw each other that much that you, you can't tell that change unless you are looking at the photos all the time. And I'm not that much of a, a good observer when it comes to changes in people's bodies. I can look at movements and things like that, but actually looking at people and thinking, oh, that's different. I'm, I'm not too good at that. So when we first got on those scales, I remember it being the same and just being like, fuck like we we made far more progress than i thought we were going to make and then do you remember how the session started to progress from there can you remember what way around we did the sessions whether it was cardio first or weights first right? yeah it was it was cardio first so used to used to have me warming up for about five or ten minutes and then used to do a cardio session that i, I, I kind of do sort of now but um uh, it's it's it was uh we was doing we were doing I think about 20 25 minutes on the bike on the exercise bike but you were uh, into we were putting uh, intervals into there so every I think at the I think at the start it was every two minutes every two minutes we were doing like 15 seconds of sprints and then after that yeah it gradually progressed to uh, I think at one I think eventually it was like one and a half minutes and then a then a sprint and then a sprint within a sprint I think it ended up being two minutes off slower and then two minutes as fast as you can and then yeah yeah i think you yeah i think we did end up getting longer yeah i remember you just on because we we used to set records on yes. the bike as well and i remember it got to the point where the sprint was just a little bit faster than the rest period yeah. and I, I remember just seeing and fully like shouting in your ear as you did this stood right next to that bike all the way yeah. through just getting more and more animated all the way through with and we used to do this just in my mum's hallway. And yep. yeah, just sweat absolutely everywhere. Like you, occasionally, like you might bang your head on the underside of the stairs and stuff like uh, that. And, oh, yeah. and it was crazy how this cardio got more and more and more intense. And and so you, you still do cardio like that to this day? Yeah, I, I've been, I, take, I, took, um, I took cycling back up last year, you know, with, with what's going on. 
there wasn't a lot of things to do. I mean, I won't say my weight's kind of gone back up really, but uh, I wanted to be getting back active. So and cycling something that I've really enjoyed doing. So myself and my partner got got some bikes and and whatnot. So we've been re- we really enjoyed that over the summer. But I wanted to stay to stay active. So I just bought a you know cheapo exercise bike myself. So at the moment I'm just doing um, I do three I do three cardio sessions a week. But I say sessions they're only, I only do 25 minutes at a time. But it's a similar sort of thing. It's two minutes two minutes warm up, 30 seconds sprint, and then every every second minute doing a 30 second sprint just to keep just to keep fitness up i mean i'm doing some sort of similar things you know i'm keeping a track of what my best distance is and things like that i mean it's you know that i'm, I'm, do, I'm doing okay and it's 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 just that's just to i'm just doing that so that when the new year comes around well sorry not when the new year when when the weather starts picking back up again and i go back out on the bike that i'm fit for it or that i'm in a you know that i'm not i'm not a million miles off fitness for cycling again but yeah it's it's just uh the, the mindset hasn't gone um so but yeah that's that's just, that's all i'm doing it's, it's maintaining those fitness levels and yeah i don't think you ever let them go truly for the past well i think it's 10 years i think i think it's at least that it's got to be more it's got to be like 12 yeah 15. yeah yeah me and me and my partner have just celebrated 10 years together so it was uh yeah, oh, yeah it, it must was be more than that yeah, cause that'd yeah be about, that. about 12 yeah about 12 years ago it's been about 12 years ago when i got in touch with you yeah. um can you remember or would you explain to the listeners the importance of the man the myth the legend mr john Virgo? <laughs> Well, not many people know this, but John Virgo is actually a fitness guru. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know a lot. I know a lot of people think he's a snooker commentator and uh, and an average snooker player from back in the eighties. But uh, actually, uh, we we discovered that he's uh, he's actually a fitness icon. He's he's you know you've heard of Mister Motivator, but not got a patch on Mister JV. I think it started as we just named the gym ball, John Virgo. Yes, and and then and then came the picture that uh, I think. Did you have an old like PlayStation One game or something that was a snooker game or something, and you cut the yeah. John Virgo's face was on was on that, and you cut that out, <laughs> uh, and you stuck that on the bike. <laughs> I had completely forgotten that. Wow, I'm surprised you forgot that. But yes, uh, I think it was. I think it was like an old PS1 game or something, some snooker game. And I can't. <laughs> I, I can't understand why John Virgo's face was on it. But you, you did cut out his head and stick that on the uh, on on the on the on the exercise bike. Yeah incredible and then i think it started being like oh let's let's do this next uh, set for john virgo let's let's up the weight for john virgo and and things like that we actually named one of the sprints the virgo minute <laughs> you don't remember that the, the no. virgo minute not at all no that tell was, me about tell was, me about the virgo minute that was the last um that was the very last sprint of the cardio session that we used to do mm. and the Vir- the virgo minute was basically you just saying right flat out this is what th- if you're if you're going to break the record this is it because like we'd start incorporating mini sprints within sprints um, yeah we do like the last few it ended up being the last oh i remember so it yeah. used to be 30 seconds all out sprint yes. or maybe the other way around on this 30 seconds just a mild sprint and then again it just became you just going all out for two minutes and just falls to the wall especially when we were going for the record and we knew that it was there I think we had a particular marker where we knew that if you were past a certain point 
you had the chance of getting That's right. that record. Yeah, and yeah. if you didn't get it, I remember there used to be some. Uh, oh, I didn't get it this time, and there was oh, there was, there was so disappointment. much frustration and pent up yeah, anger, you know. Disappointment. I, I, I got to such. We both got to such a stage where just the, the hype and you know that that feeling of achievement. And I said, you, you used you you honestly used to shout at the last minute, right, Virgo. And just that was it. That, that's when I knew it was the last minute of the sprint, and that was go for it. And you know, records in sight, sort of thing. And it, it man, you know, it's one of those things. You know, to to, to people listening, they think, oh, it's what they're on about. But it worked. It was that sort of thing. It was it got it, it was that sort of thing that we did that just drove drove us. And it, it's we were having fun doing it. We were having fun doing it. And it's like you know, come, coming off a bike, panting, sweating, you know, an absolute wreck, knowing that I've still got half an hour session of weights to, to do but it was just brilliant it was just just these little these little added nuances that just made it a much better experience that got the best out of out of me definitely that's that what an, that's an incredible answer to that i mean um i just found it fun that we were calling pieces of equipment john virgo and and the virgo minute and it was all stuff just to just to make i don't know just to make you comfortable in that environment and i didn't I didn't expect it to have the motivational effect that it does, but lots of people are trying to train within the home now and find it that it's not the same as going to the gym. But I think if you can add these little special elements, like we tried to do maybe bringing in other people and bringing in that fun side of things, like we did, that people would be able to stick to their exercise routines a lot more because it makes it just more of an event and, I, I still remember some of those sessions, like to this day, like doing like single arm benches off the off John Virgo, and like I <laughs> all the deadlifts in the world, and spending an hour doing just a little spin lock weights, taking them off and on again, and uh, it being yeah. like just like they're so cumbersome, but we had so much fun doing it. Yeah, and 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 all 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 of this in the confines of a under your mum your mum's stairway i mean it wasn't the biggest area to work in either you know really it was it was it was a really it was a really small area to work in and to be honest but we made we made the most of it oh we made the most of it and you, you know you, your mum were brilliant you know she didn't mind at all she was really supportive and yeah i remember the massive collection of like plastic and metal dumbbells that we had underneath the stairs some were sellotaped up so that we didn't need to change it and I do, we used to, can you remember like how long our sessions would take by the end of it? Because we used to stretch off as well. Yeah, I think we were looking at about an hour 20 usually. I think it was, it was, I think we used to, it used to be, used to be about, it used to be about, it, it was supposed to be an hour, but we used to have 10 minutes at the start. The cardio bit, the cardio the side of it was, good, was usually about half an hour and then you wanted the weight section to be half an hour. But there was also a lot of stretching at the end because I, especially with my legs, my legs were, you know, my thighs were very tight. Oh yeah, of course. I, I always, I always had problems with, with with my legs in particular, and yeah, the stretching off after that always that really helps as well. But yeah, it, it could it could easily been an hour, fifteen, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah it, it I seem to remember some sessions when we really went for it ended up being like two and a half hours or something daft. Oh yeah, we had marathon days. Yeah. yeah we did. <laughs> We did, yeah. But yeah. again, it was it was that it was that thing of it. It was just it was fun, and we were living in the moment. We were just doing it, and it was it was one of those things that we were both we were both striving for the same goal. We both wanted to do the same thing. You know, you wanted the best for me. I wanted to lose the weight, and it was a case of we're having fun, but it's also serious. It is serious. It's you've got to do this. Yeah, you've got to be focused. You've got to concentrate. You've got to get your technique right. Yeah, on everything. You know, it was you know th- there was also that side of it. You know, as as you as you were learning to be. 
PT, you were also, you know, you were showing me the correct way to do things at the same time. So it wasn't, you know, you know, we've made it out that it was very fun, which it was, but at the same time, there was a, a strong element of your training in there as well. There was a lot of you saying, right, your posture needs to be correct. The importance of your back when doing deadlifts and things like that. So there was, there was, it was the best of both worlds. Definitely. I remember being that clueless in terms of what to do um, business-wise. I was just like, dude, you just you just pay me whatever you want, and then we'll go from there. And I think it maybe worked out at like, I don't know, a fiver a session, £10 a session, something like that. And as having like a little tin on the shelf that was yeah. for when we uh, did all the sessions. And I remember it just ne- never been about the amount that, that was paid it was all about the progress that we made at the time and just being constantly just marveling at the amount of progress that you made the, the how fun each session was and and looking forward to well sometimes I knew that you were coming and it was going to be a bad session where you were in an emotional place because we weren't together that much and for that long that there was going to be really emotional sessions and you are a very emotional guy as well. So yeah. did you find it helped with your mental health as well? Yeah, because it, it gave it gave me something positive to look to look at. It was it was it wasn't the the old the old you know the old the old things that I was thinking about saying oh you know I, I feel massively overweight I'm down about it and things those those thoughts started to get replaced by right I've got my next session coming up I don't want to miss the next session and you know I'm making progress and yeah it did it did help mentally a hell of a lot a hell of a lot um there was a lot there was a lot of there was definitely a lot more of a feel good you know after after the first stone was off and then it was like right I'm working towards this so yeah it was get once once I established that routine of training and getting into that and mentally I was just I was in a much better place uh, much better place with 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 I was starting to feel better about myself I wasn't feeling great you know I was still you know I still still have the complex of being oh you know I'm still still a big guy but I also had that thing of Yes, but you're doing something about it. There was, there was that little thing that I kept tagging on to the end of things when, you know, it was looking at myself coming out of the shower and stuff like that going, yeah, you're still a big guy, but you're doing something about it. Can you remember? Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure you will, but how much progress did you end up making in the time that we worked together? Yeah, so the, the I got down to 12 and a half stone eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was after... I've got 16 months in my brain, but it could either be 16 or 18 months. It took us to get to that to that stage. Um, mm-hmm. But within the calendar year that we first started training, I lost six stone. Yeah, because that was our target, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, we started, started very early on in, in that year. I don't know if it must have been, what, 20, 2009? I have no idea. Yeah, it will, it'll have been 2009. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. two thousand. Yeah, that's I started PT in proper two thousand and ten. Yeah, so yeah, it'll be it'll been round around that time, and yeah, the, the goal the goal by the end of the year was to to lose six stone. I think that's what we kind of we looked at and said, right, if you can get down to fourteen and a half in a calendar year, and when you first spelled that out to me, I thought, wow, I mean. <laughs> Brilliant if it happens, you know. Brilliant did, if I did, stick did you believe it. it would at first? Um, I was I was more doubting myself as to whether I'd stick it, and I think that is the biggest that is the biggest thing that I'd say about this. It was a lot. It wasn't ever an issue of trusting you or anything like that. It was it was more because I got used to being lazy, not bothering, and things like that. Could I stick it out? And I think one of the motivating factors was that I knew that 
you know, with what you were doing, that you wanted to, you wanted somebody that, not a portfolio piece, I think that's the wrong way about it, but somebody that you could, you're learning to be a PT at the same time. So you're, you know, I, I feel, I was feeling that you're getting something out of it as well. And because of the relationship we've got, I didn't want to let you down either. My mindset was if I'm committing to this, if I'm committing to this, I'm committing it to, for not just for me, but for Kirsch as well. I want him to, you know, I, there were a lot of times where it was that it was that thing of, you know, the first month was kind of the hardest where I was saying, you know, I don't know if I can hack this. Can I do it? Can I stick it out? I don't, I don't know. You know, there were several times where I thought, oh, I'll just cancel today. And I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that. And it, it got to a stage where, yeah, I got into the routine. And as, as you, as you know, obviously, as you know, that I got, I got into a stage where cancelling on you, I, I felt really guilty about it. And it'd be one of those things, it'd be like, yeah, but Cookie, you haven't cancelled on me in four months. Yeah. Yeah, but I've missed the session. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's just that, again, it's, it was just a mental shift. It was just a mind shift of, Going from oh I'll just knock it on head this week but I never did and I, I never I never I only cancelled when I had to and it was something I was very proud of but like I said one of the motivate another motivating factor was that I didn't want to let you down as well as letting myself down and and you built that momentum and it kept going and that momentum became this thing that stopped you from cancelling and I remember like the odd text like that oh shit, like cookies cancelled, that must be something utterly massive that's happened. And there was just this huge shift in your priorities. And that's why you ended up losing like about 10 stones. So what stopped you from getting back to that weight again and slipping into old habits? Uh, I think the biggest thing I did was quit drinking, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I mean, that that helped massively. That, that, was, that was something that I've sort of alluded to. But when we first started, when I first started training, I knew that the alcohol had to go you know, the takeaways had to go, that sort of thing. And after, once I'd got into that mindset of I'm not, you know, I don't want to be drinking again. I, I started associating drinking with, if, I, if I'm if i drinking, I'm going to start putting the weight back on. And that's just kind of a mental tag that I used to have with it. And that's just stuck with me, really. That I, I know that, you know, I don't, I don't want to go back to a stage of drinking and eating badly like I, I used to do. And But now it's now it's, it's a similar thing of I, I know how... I know how low I got when I was at my biggest and that's another driving factor of why I just, I'm saying, I say to myself, right, now I'm, now I'm where I'm at. I don't want to go back. I will do everything I can to not go back there. It's, and where are you now? I'm at, well, to give you a bit of an idea, I'm at 12 stone three now today. Um, yeah. Uh, the biggest, I think, since since the last time I saw you, or the last time last time I trained with you at your last gym, I was I think it was about thirteen and a half stone when I last saw you. So I don't think I've ever gone back up above fourteen. Maybe at the worst, it's something that I keep a track on. I mean, even even when I got to my there was there was a bit of a phase where for about a year or so, I, I can't remember what year it was, but like three or four years ago, where I wasn't really doing much exercise or activity but I was still I was eating better so I was eating better I was still keeping the weight off I wasn't going I didn't go back to drinking so I still stayed at 13 and a half 14 stone which you know you kind of you kind of look at that and say oh yeah you know tiny bit on the big side but I always counted that with yeah but you've been a lot bigger than that yeah so do you feel like you've got the tools for um, maintaining your weight for the rest of your life I do now yeah yeah the the and I think the most important thing is the mental the mental side of it the the I mean I, I take um like I said it's, it's it's the attitude that I've got now to 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 exercise and it's I, I I'm annoyed with myself if I don't go on the exercise bike three times a week now you know it's 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 keeping that 
I've got I've got into my own routine at home, saying right, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do it. I need to do it. I want to do it because I've got this goal. You know, there's other there's factors. Cycling's one of them. Of course, it is. Cycling's what I want to do because I enjoy it. But at the same time, I also know that I'm happy. I'm genuinely happy how I am now. Um, you know, it's you know being being this way and you know you see people after so many years that used to go to school and it's like is that you is that is that is that cookie it's like yeah it really is and it's that it's those it's those moments that just kind of make me go yeah i need i, I need to and i want to keep to keep myself like this mm-hmm. um, and what other than the weight loss um what other what other things happened that were that were great because of this journey like let, let's talk about your partner jess do you think that would have happened without the weight loss no i don't think it would i don't think it would um i think the i mean jess jess is you know jess is not a shallow person she's a you know she's a, she's a you know she's a loving caring woman at the end of the day she's you know she's she's not she's not about you know what i look on look look at on the outside but I think the the fact that I'd lost the weight gave me the confidence to talk to her. Yeah, that's what, that what I was hoping you'd say. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 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 that it's the it's the confidence. It's the I'm I'm a, I'm approaching you know I'm approaching a, a girl that I'm interested in, and I'm you know at the time I think I was 13 stone at the time, 13 and a half stone. Thinking yeah, I've got you know, I've got. How a did you meet her? I don't know how you met her. Uh, I I knew well. It's it's funny actually. I I knew her several years before we actually got together um her her dad um, was the landlord at the bag and barrow um, i knew of jess as in i knew i knew she was a, a you know landlord, landlord's daughter of the pub that i was drinking in you know she's same same year group as as me and she used to she used to you know hang about with us some sometimes but then she moved uh well her dad her, her and her dad and some of and her brothers and, and whatnot moved over to spain for quite a few years um and then jess came back to uk to live with her mom her other one of her other sisters who was with one of my close closer friends he just came back to live with her mom and i i said i i she she would just it was just one one night in I think it was around about Christmas time, twenty twenty. It was twenty ten. Yeah, Christmas twenty ten. Jess had come back home. She, you know, she missed living in the UK, so she came to live with her mom. And then it was just a random night at uh, we just gone up to Kipwick Central to play pool one night, and Jess were there, and she couldn't. She she re- vaguely remembered me. She like, and then it just started from there. Really, we just started getting talking, and she, you know, she was like, I didn't, you know, I sort of recognised you, sort of didn't, and then just kicked on from there, and. Here we are, just over ten years later. I remember talking about it in the training session when you guys first got together officially, um, and to me, just having this feeling that this was going to be someone that you spent. Obviously, you don't know whether someone's going to spend the rest of their life with someone, but you had the distinct impression that there was going to be many, 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 many years together. So, I'm I'm so glad that you guys have got to that ten year mark, and I'm sure there's many, many more years in the uh, in the tank as well. So, I, I look forward to seeing that. And seeing you guys progress as a family, and I think one of the one of the massive things for me why why I think back to that is without the progress that you made, I wouldn't necessarily have this lifelong friendship that we have, and we can spend years maybe not really chatting, and then we'll get together, and it'll be a, like we're back in my mum's yeah. hallway straight away within one training session or within within five minutes and we've, we've named something, some stupid name um, and, and we're doing something. But 
without the progress that you made, I wouldn't have started working with Cable, who is one of my longest term clients, who is a fantastic friend. And he ended up doing assault course races and ended up doing all these crazy things, single leg pressing 200 kilos. And he had the, the confidence to message me because of the progress that you made. And I'm sure you explained to him that like, we, I would have helped him get to where he needs to be. I wouldn't have worked with uh, Joe Rhodes either, who had a, a massive transformation, who was very overweight. Like she, she was with Cable at the time. Um, they've since split up and everything like that, but they both carried on training with me separately. And she made this utterly amazing progress. Uh, I've not seen her for a few years, but I understand that she kept up to everything as well and now has a family, kids and everything like that. And that and ended up training other people like Craig Russell for a while, um, Eddie Freeman for a while. And I still get messages from people from sixth form from school now because of people still remember the amount of progress that we made. And that's such a powerful thing. And I want to thank you so much for believing in me back at the time because it, it did make my career it absolutely made my career and without you I don't think I'd be in this house now I wouldn't have um, the family that I have now or anything like that because of those sessions that we did in that hallway so yeah I, I appreciate that man I, I mean I, I wouldn't be where I am without you mate there's there's not there's not two words about it I mean there's, there's several times I've, I've messaged you when I've been on such a high just going you know Thank you, Kirsch. You you changed my life. That's that's the way I see it. And I know you I know you always play it down, but I mean, man, if you if you weren't around, I won't be like I won't be like I was. You know, I won't be like I am now. There's, you know, I'd have just I'd have just fallen into the same traps that I fell into back then. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have lost the the way, I wouldn't have had the motivation. I just you guided me so well, man. It was unbelievable. And I I, I, I owe a hell of a lot to you, man. I really do. And I'm 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 eternally grateful and you you know that yeah. it's, something that I'll, it's, it's, it's something that I'll never ever forget and I'll always cherish it and like I said our, our friendship I mean crikey I mean we were strong before but man. yeah <laughs> and and I think I think this is the change that other coaches and other people can can create in people's lives and if people can have half the progress and half the fun that, that we had they'll still be like doing some utterly amazing things so um, yeah. I think what a better place to end the podcast, my friend. So um, Jonathan Cook, thank you so much for joining me, my friend. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to have another one of these in 10 years time where we talk about it again. Brilliant. Thank you very much for having me on, mate. My Appreciate pleasure. it. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Heavy Metal Strength Coach Podcast.